You're listening to the Laugh Factory Podcast Network. For more shows, visit the podcast page at laughfactory.com. It's the after laugh, after laugh. Welcome to the after laugh, after laugh, after laugh. <laughs> after laugh, man. <laughs> Go ahead, pull up a chair. Very good. Hey guys, welcome to the after laugh. Here we are. I am here with my new friend, yeah, Nikki Paris. Hey, I Bill. really consider you a friend now. Same. When you go on the road with someone, you know what I mean. I think yeah. you get to see their true colors. Yeah. You've always been a really. I, I said when we were hanging out with Katie Kazorla, I said you're suspiciously nice, Nikki. I don't know why you think that. First of all, I love that you're like now we're friends. I, I, <laughs> I could tell you you had some doubts. You were like I was I was on the fence. Well, <laughs> to this we, weekend we I'm never sold. really hung out before. No, um, why not, Bill? <laughs> we only I could be a lot of fun. You're great. Yeah. We, we the way that we first met. I think the first time I even met you was in person over Zoom. I thought it was at that glory hole. No. Dime? <laughs> you mean no, rage? it was the dime, I think. Yeah. Probably was, dime. Yeah. And I just and like the, rolled yeah. up because Adam, our good friend Adam Hunter, runs yeah. a show at the dime, which is notoriously one of the most difficult rooms yeah. in in LA. And Not even just as a comedian, just as yeah. a person. As a human being. You could be shot at any time. Yeah, the bartender almost died of COVID yes. in that room. So right. that's how tough that room is. So, exactly. <laughs> Sometimes there's gunshots. Anything could happen. Shout out to Brad Schmidt. Brad. Uh, I love you know when Brad got COVID, I sent him a message, and I, I think it was it was creepy, and I didn't mean it to be. I just want I really didn't you know I didn't realize he was coming from models. I just thought yeah. it was like four hundred pound people. And he's and ripped. He's ripped exactly. How does that happen? And he's pretty young. I think he's yeah. not even forty yet. So I sent him a message. I was like, Brad, I would be really heartbroken if anything happens to you. Yeah. And he didn't answer me for like three weeks. And my oh ego, my I was like, why wouldn't Brad answer me back? He was I think on a ventilator. And I was was he an event? Yeah, he was like really sick. But my ego, I had to remember, he's breathing through a machine. It's not about you. He'll get back yeah. to you. They're like, he's on a ventilator. You're like, thank God. <laughs> I was relieved. I, I took a person. I'm very emotional. He's Bill. about to die. Oh, thank God, I wasn't being blown off. I, I, that's I hate to say it, but I, and I told him that too. I was like, I I have been agonizing. <laughs> you think you've had it bad with right. COVID? I've been. Um, Brad Schmidt. Yeah. Was Who's my, your understudy? He's my understudy. On Broadway in a mm. play called Lombardi, directed by Tommy Kale, who you might have known as the director of Hamilton. Wow. Bill, now let me, in, in the understudy world, I mean, Brad's a great guy. This never happened. Yeah. Do you ever have an understudy that you're afraid they're going to poison you so they could go on? No, I will tell you this. So, when my first, the first Broadway job, I, I interesting you said that. The first Broadway job I ever had. I was an undersight to these two guys. It was a play with Sigourney Weaver. And this one guy, his name was Eric. I don't know his name now. But I felt like something was going on with him and Sigourney. I don't know what it was. You think they were hitting it? They were just hanging out a lot. Mm. They would show up together, like leave together in her limo or car. It was just a little weird. That is weird. Maybe they're just hanging out, talking about the play and whatever. But he was like this young, kind of like buff, studly dude. Dumb as a bag of hammers. I forget his fucking name, but literally, like, I mean, had to be. Yeah. And um, one time, and you have a sign-in sheet when you go backstage, and I would just go up, and this is bullshit play. Like, sometimes you, you I've only understudied once, but sometimes you understudy, you just, you call in and go, like, I'm here. They were cool. Everyone's checked in. You stay home. 
some plays you have to be there for the entire fucking play. This is a three-hour Christopher Durang play. Had to be there for the whole fucking show, even after intermission. Um, it was going on for, I guess, a couple of months. And there's a sign-in sheet. Sigourney Weaver wrote under his name, his name, Eric, whatever. She wrote, phoning it in. And like where he would sign his name, wrote, phoning it in. I guess hmm. she thought that was funny. I'm in the understudy room. He storms in like, dude, did you fucking write phoning it in? Oh, my signature part page. And I was literally like, I think I was playing like Scrabble with like the other understudy. Because you can't like, throw her under the bus, right? I'm like, well, I didn't know it was her. I didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. I had no idea. I hadn't seen it. He just comes, he's in a tank top. He's all jacked up on steroids probably. Did you just fucking write that? I'm going, first of all, if you're that insecure about your fucking acting. Yeah. That an understudy writes that you're gonna storm in, then like maybe quit. And second of all, put on a shirt. Put on if a you're shirt. gonna scream, cut your hair. You can't get a new job. I think he became like a rancher or a farmer. It sounds about. It's like sounds like he's got an outfit. <laughs> <laughs> sounds very on brand. Don't yell at me with your fucking shoulders out. That's all I'm gonna. If you're gonna yell at me and be rude to me, make yeah, sure you have no sleeves on bare for shoulders. it. No. Yeah. I won't have it. I won't stand for it. <laughs> But women usually have one bare shoulder when they're yelling at yeah. you. Know, this way, it yeah. Works. Uh, so anyway, yeah. So Brad Schmidt <laughs> was about. He was so you know he's yeah, such a nice. I love him. Freak. I, I never got. I did feel bad because I never let him go on for me. <laughs> but he went on for Chris Sullivan, who's Toby and This Is Us, right? Because uh, Chris got the flu, so he got to go on for for Sully. Uh, but he never went on for me. And I remember I was like, should I let him go on? And I was like, ah, he went on for someone else. Fuck it. There's there's a certain amount of pride you get by mm-hmm. by being in every performance of a, of a run. And, and I get that yeah. as a gay man who's done theater. Yeah, you don't miss a fucking <laughs> show. It's kind of flat. I mean, you're both very good looking guys. I mean, that's when he's I... He's better looking. Let's not fucking miss You're he's, both good looking. But he's very... He, he's he's definitely fitter and he's definitely good looking and he's definitely younger. But I'm all, I'm all for it. I love Brad. I, I would be great. nervous to see if I did something who my understudy would be. Because there has to be somebody who looks... I did like one project where somebody played my brother uh-huh. and I saw this person uh-huh. and I was so offended. I said, this... <laughs> This is the family that you think I know it's fake and it's acting, but yeah. this is the family you think I come from. Yeah. Well, the real fear for an understudy, <laughs> I had an understudy to play. I got this play called Burning Blue. You can Google Burning Blue Bill Dawes. I will. <laughs> Google it. There's an article written about me getting fired from the play. <gasps> what happened? I don't want to talk about it. I was naked. A bitter gay. Oh. I was naked to play. There's some funny things about it. (laughs) Was that that what did it in? Apparently. (laughs) But, um, so, and then your fear, you know, you're naked, you're full frontal, you walk around, and then your understudy has to go on. When I was fired, I was, and all you think is like, is my understudy going to have a bigger dick? Right. Is my understudy going to be better? Right. You always worry your understudy is going to be better. More girth. There's so many things. (laughs) Of course. Maybe he doesn't have a dog leg left. Right. Um, Maybe he has two balls (laughs) as opposed to my one. My one Ilya Kazan ball. (laughs) Uh, That's such an insane. My Lance Armstrong. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah, but it's, it's, and I've seen it happen. We did another Broadway play, and this actor, who is no longer an actor now, he quit acting, and I don't know if this is connected to it, but it's potentially connected to it. He got sick, and the understudy went on. The understudy is an actor named Jeff Stills, who's like a, an old-school Chicago actor. 
And Chicago actors, they just fucking like, they're like the British actors of, of America. They just roll their sleeves up. It's a job for them. Like real. And he fucking killed it. And everyone who was in the play was like, oh, this is how you do the part. Like, this is how, oh my God, the whole fucking play works now. Because having this guy, and, and not to knock Keith, and God bless him, he's getting his PhD at Stanford, nicest mm-hmm. guy, but he was not right. He was playing uh, Billy Martin, who was a right. manager. I don't know if you know Billy Martin, if you're mm-hmm. ever a Yankees fan. I mean, I like Daryl Strawberry. You're gay, but you're from Staten Island. Yeah, no, I'm a Yankee fan. <laughs> Can we just? What is it like being naked? And because I, that's my worst fear. I would not In a like. Play? Yeah, like because what happens when your friends and family come? You make sure you fluff. <laughs> but you don't think it's like a little like you know? I don't want some people. I don't want them to see all of me in that way. I I would just made sure I had like a little bit of a little bit of fluff going on, right? Just a little, still hanging. Just just, just a little bit of like, just a little blood flow. Just a little bit of like puffing out. Yeah, yeah. right. Everyone just just the tip gets the blood. Like when you're at the gym mm-hmm. and you're walking around at Crunch Fitness, you got to give a little <laughs> get, get a couple fraps right. just to get right. You um, never know who'll be watching at Crunch. Nick, I don't, I don't appreciate the fact that we've been deflecting from you this whole time. I'm here to talk about you <laughs> and your theater career, and I actually have a Tony in the back of my Jeep that's for you. I'm giving you a Tony Award right now, Bill. Finally. Um, so, Nikki, I do want to. I want. I want to get to like you know your story. Yeah. Because you were doing comedy in New York when I was too. I guess, huh? Yeah. Yeah, like ten years ago. Ten years ago, yeah. I started when I was 17 on a cruise ship, and I had nothing prepared. And well, how do you start on a cruise ship? It was How's an open happen? mic, and I was with some of my friends from high school. And so you just happened to be on a cruise ship. Yeah, and they were like, "There's a yeah." I was with my family and a couple of my friends from high school, right? And I was singing Britney Spears karaoke. That I was not shy about. They were like, "You should do Can comedy." You sing a little bit, yeah. But I'm like Whitney Houston. The drugs have got to me throughout <laughs> the. I used to have a better voice, but now I have that like, hey, you hear it. But that's good. People like a little. Yeah, a little. Right, a little. In case I want to become a phone sex operator, now there's a <laughs> character to my voice. But yeah, I had nothing prepared, and they like literally forced me to go up, and I just did crowd work, and I made fun of people, and I killed, and I, and, and it was natural to you. It just was just, like, yeah. Was it one of those moments like, oh, I angels. Yeah. It, it, it was exact. There was a harp, I believe. There was somebody just fingering a harp off on the cruise ship, and then the boat sank. No, but it was. And then after that, I just hit the ground running in New York. Yeah. And but I, the first time, yeah, I had no material prepared, and I just made fun of people. Which was that? Was that kind of your allotted role in high school? Were you like the funny guy who was making fun of everybody and the um, guy in the bus who had the the best yo mama jokes? No, <laughs> yeah. I, as a, as a white kid in a black school, yeah. I was never allowed to be the funny guy at all. I I, I I was definitely funny, but I I when people used to tell me you should be a comedian, I would get a fa- I'd be like, are they saying I'm unattractive? Like what <laughs> what do they mean by that? So I so Bill, I fought it for a long time, and then finally I came to you know I just thought of like Kramer and like you know shoulder pads, and I was like I don't I want I, I yeah. thought I dressed nice. Maybe yeah. that's what people thought the comedy was. Yeah, but. In high school, yeah, I, def- I was the only gay person in my grade. Actually, in my high school, it was me and, and one other you, person. When did you come out? I came out when I was 15 out of spite. <laughs> I no, I out of spite. Out of spite. I was in trouble it's in school, and I... I oh, do you want the quick story? Uh, no, the long story. I podcast. love St. Patrick's Day. Okay, good. I'm going to give my 14-hour story it. now. There'll be an intermission, just like in Bill's play. <laughs> I'll be naked when we come back, and I am fluffing as we speak. Um, I, so I was a big underage drinker. Um, Mike's Hard Lemonade. I am gay, true to form. So we all cut school 
to go to the St. Patrick's Day Parade and I drank for the first time, I was in Peter Pan in my high school. Yeah. And my parents Playing still didn't Peter know Pan? I was gay. No, because Peter Bell? Pan has to be a woman. I went all the roles <laughs> that I wanted. Bill, no, unfortunately. I was uh, the brother with the top hat. Okay. And I had great hair back then, so I was pissed. You I was like, you're going to put a, a hat on my head? So long story short, we cut school to go to the St. Patrick's Day Parade, and our tech rehearsal was that night. I smoked pot for the first time. Any normal person would have went home. We were all drunk. We were 15. Yeah. Being a gay man, I had to commit and go back to, to the school for the final dress rehearsal. So we were wasted. We got there at like five o'clock, and who was there but the principal? Oh my God. So she was like, I have to call your parents and tell them that, like, you cut school. The two girls I was with, their parents didn't care. My mom hit the roof. Oh she, was, she took me out of the play the night before the show. Holy shit. So how did I get back? I came out of the closet. That's how you got back into the play? No, that's how I, they wouldn't let me in it, but that's how I got back at them. Oh my God. I was like, you think you're mad now? Uh, is that really, so I is swear that to the God. sentence? It was a sentence that you think you're mad now? Yeah, I'm, I'm gay. gay. Yup. And my dad started crying. Oh, so they were both in the same room with you? Yes. Oh, I, I love to make a scene. It's what I do best. <laughs> so I was like, how was your day? Guess what? And they were they Were, were you still drunk? Were you still a little buzzed? No, no? this you, was you the next day. And oh, the next day. The worst part about this whole experience, the girl who played the kangaroo couldn't see out of her mask, fell off the stage and broke both of her legs. And oh. I missed it. So I was robbed of that experience. When people ask why I'm so angry and why I'm so bitter, it's because I miss moments like that. And yeah, at that time, no one was videotaping. No. Ah, oh, God damn it. I'm sorry. I, I, me too. I apologize. Me this too. girl breaking her legs dressed as a kangaroo because that's, God damn, world star. I, I, it would have been a viral video. <laughs> I know. I still don't think my mom really believes that I'm gay. Like, she doesn't like, like I have a grandpa. Does she think it's a phase? Do you have any parents who think it's a phase? I think so. That's how she felt about me in the color pink. She was like, I remember I have a vivid memory of her talking about me one time at a family party. And she was like, yeah, he's great. We just got to get him off of liking the color pink. And look at me now. She wouldn't let me take violin lessons because she was afraid I'd be gay. And now I am gay and I can't play the violin. Oh, my God. So I got robbed. Well, are you, wait. I, I come from a, a very she conservative. Literally, she literally would not let you play the she violin. She thought it was fruity. Because she yeah. thought it would turn you gay. This I, I think obviously now people realize nothing turns you gay. No. There's no thing that can happen. I mean, I don't know, maybe when you're a There's baby. Things escalate it. <laughs> yeah. But like uh, Brendan Fraser and George of the Jungle, that did it for me. <laughs> That's, so that was a real. Here, here's what I. I, I Nikki was uh, working with me this weekend in Reno, and we had a great time, and you killed. So and, did you. Um, you. You had a lot of material. You had a lot of great jokes. And one of the things I really liked about you, really appreciate, it, is there were jokes. So they had definite punchlines. So they had solid integrity, just as standalone jokes. But they also, now they know you more, they are also completely rooted in your life and true story. So one of the jokes, your George of the Jungle joke was, um, is that true? Is that how you first started yeah. getting yeah, One hard? of the jokes, my mom is like, you know, I don't think you should get the vaccine because it could affect fertility. And I was like, mom, you know, it also affects fertility, getting a boner from George of the Jungle. Yeah. And that's how I knew. Was that the Brendan Fraser joke? Oh, 100%. I, I, I had to be like, I, I said, I want to swing from a rope, Brendan's. <laughs> I was probably like six or seven. I was so, And he's got oh, that really? look like he's a little off. If oh, you know what? Off, I, I yeah. love that a duh look. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm into that. Yeah, yeah. The a duh, like, uh oh, <laughs> don't ask him to do long division. That's what I like. Yep. If somebody looks Got like it. they might be drooling, that's mm -hmm. what really gets mm -hmm. me. When someone reads, do you see their lips move? You're like, mm -hmm. <laughs> now we're talking. Exactly.
Um, have you met Brendan Fraser? I would like to. Brendan, if you're listening. What a great thing to say to him. Uh, right? He'd probably really appreciate that. Yeah. Because uh, he doesn't I look like that now. <laughs> is he a tubagoo now? Yeah, he doesn't look that good. Brendan, I I, I'm sorry him. if you're listening. He was the shit yeah. for, in the 90s for I a know. while. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Um, so, is that literally like your first experience like masturbating was George of the Jungle? Or getting a boner? <sighs> my, fr- I, I would say my first a boner. boner. Yeah. And did that, make, did that boner make you go, oh my God, I'm attracted to this man? Yes. I wanted to live in the jungle. Like, but the, before the that, that hadn't occurred to you yet? No. Okay. No, I don't think so. Yeah. But I, I, I did want like Spice Girls figuring. Like I remember one year for Christmas, I got like a Spice Girls figuring set and my dad cried. Yeah. He was so upset. So I think the signs were there. Everybody just was praying now, on the I'm, rosary. <laughs> I'm going to ask you like a really, really delicate question that we probably have to like tiptoe around like a minefield but do you think that nowadays a, a kid exhibiting what you exhibited in terms of your proclivities what you're interested in what you wanted would be not forced but sort of um uh, uh god encouraged to go in the direction of being trans that is an argument happening now that you know if a kid starts playing with dolls who's a boy you're like oh Maybe this kid's trans. Do you feel, is, is that something you ever think about? Do you ever think about like how, how you, uh, you know what I mean? You know, I, I guess it depends. I mean, it really depends on the person. I guess, yeah, it's more open. You know, people didn't even think about doing that. Of course. Back then. No. You know, I'm so glad I'm just gay and I'm not trans because I am a whore. I can't even dress as a man. I couldn't imagine <laughs> the pressure that it would, t- I'd be like Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah. Like transitioning and then still being in khakis. Like what, really? <laughs> Like that was all you could finally wear G strings and yeah. So we <laughs> and you're shopping at Chico's. <laughs> Come on. So after the first, after you came out to your parents, yeah. and your dad, they both lost it. Your dad, they, more so. my dad cried, and my mom. She, I literally like just like in my act, she came into her room and she begged me to try and be with girls. She yeah. was like, "Can't you try for me?" I was like, "I hate you." So, no. <laughs> and yeah, she was. They they took it very hard. It's something that's kind of sweet about that. It's yeah. So selfish. So and sweet. Selfish. Yeah. And also, just so you're that ignorant. Yeah. And they just are. People uh-huh. don't know. You know what I mean? And I have a grandpa who they won't tell that it, we're not allowed to tell him that I'm gay. And he asked me every Christmas if I have a girlfriend. I used to have a pink razor. He'd be like, Nikki, no girls? And I'd be like, no, Grandpa. And there, and I, I literally was like, let's just tell him what's the big deal because I was performing in Miami yeah. and he lives right outside of Miami and they wouldn't if let him come. If he comes to your show, they, yeah. My mom told me he wasn't allowed. And oh my God. They, they think it'll kill him. I'm like, he's 83, not a wet floor. And he's in theater, <sighs> Bill. He's in Guys and See? Dolls at the senior home. So he has to, you can't tell me there's not one gay person in a production of Guys and Dolls. This is what I feel about old people in general. We always think that they're not able to handle it or grandma or grandpa or the aunt. They've been through some shit. They know. Your grandpa would probably be like, yeah, that's okay. I love him. He's my grand, you know what I mean? Right. I'm always surprised in my life, not with that, but with other things that like when I had a daughter from a one night stand, I was like... You know, graduated Princeton, cum laude. I was like a golden child, and I get this daughter, and uh, I was so terrified. I was like, "Oh my God, I'm just—they're going to disown me. I'm going to be such a disappointment." And they're just like, "Yeah, we found out. It's like we're here. You need, you know." And my whole life, they've always surprised me because my dad's like a really Republican Trump supporter. Like I always think he's going to my like, parents kick too. me out of the fight. But like, I think deep down, you realize 
the older you get that your parents really do just want you to be happy and they yeah. think that is the formula like right. your mom just thinks that's the formula for a better life for yeah. you she thinks it's she thinks she imagines you as a gay man not like she hates gay people but she just imagines you as a gay man having to live with with all the confusion of the gay community and having all the stress of it having people oppress you so she doesn't want to see that for you so she goes well just try to be straight because then no one will be after you you know what I mean I think she was afraid I was going to steal her clothes <laughs> maybe that's I don't know that but that that's who, who knows <laughs> that, that could happen yeah but yeah, I would like to tell my grandpa, he has Alzheimer's. There's a 50% chance he won't even remember it. Yeah, so yeah. let's roll the dice, see how he reacts. Next Christmas, I'll ask you have a girlfriend again. Right. And yeah. Tomorrow's a new day. He may not even remember. He uh, thinks I live in Italy. So he's. <laughs> I, I think I could test it out. Every time I talk to him, how's Italy? I'm like, I live in LA. And then he goes, when are you graduating college? I'm like, soon, grandpa. Now I just play along. Oh, is he really that bad? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Nikki. Uh, and you also have, how many siblings do you have? You have one younger brother. Okay, so your younger brother, who's a big part of your act. He's the devil. He's, it's so funny because, so, again, like, I, and this is what I love about you as a comic. I got to know a lot about you from your Sorry comedy because you talked about, <laughs> and, and the jokes are so funny that I'm like, this can't be true. But you have a brother who's in a wheelchair yeah. who has a disease called spina. Spinal muscular atrophy. Yeah. Spinal muscular And he was so mean to me growing up. So he's in a. I don't he's your younger brother? Yeah. I, he's two years younger than me. Two years. He The wheelchair is like 300 pounds. He used to park it outside the bathroom and keep me locked in there. <laughs> and wouldn't and I couldn't push. It was like a 300 pound wheelchair, so I couldn't push myself out. <laughs> Why would he do that? I, Just to fuck with I you. call him Hitler on wheels. <laughs> you see him, you look. You think it's this cute little kid, and then he opens his mouth and you go, never mind. What, how does it sound? He's like a punk. Does and sound now like, he's going through a like phase. A, uh, why well, don't I say wigger? African American. He he went through that phase. Yeah. Now he's um, Harley Davidson. He's covered in t- tattoos. Tattoos. Um, he looks like he has HPV. Uh, he just has that, like somebody that'd be nibbling on a Slim Jim. Like, yeah, he likes that whole look. Yeah. He and likes wrestling. WWE. Yeah. yeah. Okay. An- anime porn. Yeah. All that stuff. There's all hentai things in his room. Is he? Does he have joy in his life, or is he just straight up like? I don't think he could touch his dick. Oh, is that what you man. mean by joy? Well, I guess like you're describing a guy who just seems like he's he's angry all the time. He, he doesn't really like leave the house. I don't do you have, know. Do, do you, I know you like. I get the part of you that's like, oh, this fuck guy, but you obviously love. him. I he's love him so much because he could leave or take me. I don't think he's. <laughs> he's yeah. <laughs> No, really, really. Yeah, he's a, he's so mean to me, but I think he secretly likes me. He must. I, like when I was headlining Caroline's, he complained the whole time. He was like, I heard him talking on the phone. And I was came. like, he was like, yeah. Luckily, there was an elevator. Yeah, or he wouldn't even been able to come in. Yeah, he was like, I have to go to a stupid comedy show tonight. So, was that the only show he's seen you in? Yeah. Because a lot of the places upstairs. <laughs> <That's not laughs> a, I'm sorry to laugh at that, but he can't. If there's a ramp, he can't get in. Yeah, yeah. I could videotape it for him. And show Has he ever said nice things to you about your comedy? Uh, no. Do you do, do jokes about him? Yeah, well, he like he likes that. Of yeah, of course he did. <laughs> I believe when he went up, the first time he saw the material about him, he said, "Did you hire a Jewish writer?" That's what he said to me. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> That's a compliment. I, I guess. guess I was like, "No, it's me and my fucking." Pink journal <laughs> and my tears that are embellished with my tears. Yeah. Um, and is he, I don't know anything about that condition, that disease. Is it something that has a, like, is his life going to be a very limited life? Do you know if he's he wasn't alive? supposed to live past two? Really? Which is crazy. And my mom kept him alive. Yeah. He was 
they said they wouldn't live past two. And so now so, he's just a walking miracle, like every yeah. day, like it could be right. the last, and who knows? And they have no prognosis for him or anything like that. I try to remember that when he runs over my foot. I'm like, <laughs> he, he's a miracle, and I just have to, you know, remember that when I want to pop a wheel. Yeah, yeah, or to yeah. Roll him down the stairs. <laughs> Did you ever tell him you love him? Yeah. Oh, I kiss him. He wants nothing to do with me, but I. <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't care. Especially if I get him in a corner, it's it's hard. To, it's a big wheelchair. It's hard to make a K turn. He can't do that electric thing and fucking plow past you. No, 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 no. Oh, I'm I'm a big bitch. <laughs> I, I'm a lot like Hagrid, and I'll trap him <laughs> and just plant one on him. Oh, yeah, uh-huh. that's so cute. Yeah, right, right on his little tattoos. And he'll never say I love you back. Huh? No, he's always like, yeah. Oh, I I uh, I have a show on this app called Airtime, and he actually like they pay audience members to come on and watch. He's I got him a job as one of the paid audience people. Yeah, never says anything. All he does is critique me on the show, <laughs> and people are like, "Oh my god, somebody in the comments is really hating you." I'm like, "That's my brother." <laughs> I wish I could say I'm surprised, but I'm not. True to form. Yeah, and he has a service dog, which bothers me, Bill, because yeah. he's not blind. So oh, why wow. do you need a service dog? And it's such an or they her my mom thinks that she's like a discrimination lawyer. So some restaurants would be like, you can't bring the dog in here, and yeah. it's a whole scene. Oh my god! And I'm so glad I don't have to deal with that. <laughs> like we're not enough of a circus show, all of us. <laughs> we have to throw a dog into the mix. I feel bad for the dog. Oh my god! Now does he, does he? How does he feel about you being gay? Or how has he always had the same attitude about it? I don't know. I, know. You know what? I think he knew first because I was always Princess Peach and my <laughs> and Mario Kart. My dad was like, "Why don't you be Bowser?" And I, I always was like, "No, that's I'm loyal. I'm a loyal friend, and I'm a loyal like I'm a ride or die bitch." And Princess yeah. Peach, I don't stray. Yeah. That was always my choice, and he accepted me for that, which I appreciated. <laughs> he like never said anything. Like when we would play wrestling, I was always like Trish Stratus and Tori Wilson. <laughs> Like, I was always the WWE divas, and he'd be like, Rikishi. I don't even know if you know these names. I'm really nerding out right now with the wrestling. Well, I kind of know, I, I know who's, a, who's a Elizabeth with uh, Macho Man Savage. Yes, 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 yes. Like, uh, his he, wife, right? Is that yeah. what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, she was one of them, too. Yeah. <laughs> but he ac- <laughs> he accepted me. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of cool. We used to wrestle, which is, uh, now it sounds like abuse. Now that I'm looking back, <laughs> I should admit that on here. And one time I accidentally kicked him in the head. Oh. I, 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 it was an accident. That but might like, have been the thing I that just kept him alive. Treat- right. <laughs> That's actually how we got in the wheelchair. So. <laughs> have you... Uh- your story is so unique. Have you thought about making uh, the pilot? I mean, that's such a so such an LA question, but like so Staten I Island. To. I mean, I, I lived in Manhattan for so long. Staten Island is such a unique area. It's so fucking bizarre. Yeah, you know, you and Pete Davidson are yeah. the only human beings I actually know from there. I think, but um, it's such a it's not New York City, but it is New York City, but it's really not. But it's not New Jersey either. It's no, its, it's own like unique in the yeah. thing. And the accent is also a unique accent. That yeah, you don't it's really not great. Find. It's not Brooklyn. No. It's not Jersey. I, I, I don't know how... Staten it, Island is the Florida of New York. I think that really <laughs> encompasses... And, you know, we have a that? dump. That makes no sense. Yeah, there's a huge dump. That's how I got... Like, I think that's how I became gay. It was the fumes from the dump. It just... <laughs> I might have did something to my brain. Yeah, there's, there's fumes. And you grow immune to the smell. Really? Yeah. But there's also like a lot of woods there. It's pretty pretty. There is a lot. Now we have deer. You have which deer, we never yeah. had before. They swam over from Jersey. Oh, really? They doggy paddle under the outer. <laughs> I swear on my life. I was smoking weed on the beach and I th- I 
I thought it was the Loch Ness monster. No, yeah. it was a deer that swam over from New Jersey. Staten Island is one of the few places that you you, you can be in New York your whole life and never go to Staten Island. Yeah, and most people are happy with that yeah. decision. I've been there several times. It's very it's very pretty. Place, yeah, it yeah. is nice. Yeah, you know. The people are animals <laughs> and very whorish, which I love. It's, it's all about community <laughs> and where I'm from. Community spread. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> so, um, God, that's amazing. So, you have the pilot question. Have you written it? So, I wanted to write a pilot. I was actually planning on doing it last summer, and he didn't want to be involved in it. Who, your I, brother? Well, yeah. why, why would he have I, to be? I don't, I, well, because I wanted to know his viewpoint of the story. You know, there was, I hope, well, I'm going to say it, Bill, anyway. He's hooking up with one of his home health aides. Hopefully my mom won't hear this. His so home I, health aides. Yeah, I think there's more than one, but there was one that he was hooking up with. Now, she was in a porn. She was in a porn? I watched it. I said, that woman made me a quesadilla. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I hope she washed her hands before she made me dinner that night. <laughs> that, How do you know he's hooking up? Because he told you? or My little cousins told me. <laughs> He won't even. He would never tell me. So my little. He told my little cousin, and then they told me. Oh my god! So can he fuck or what's the deal? Do you don't know. He can't move. You know, he probably just lays there a lot like me. But his penis works. I, I, I I'm not sure. You I didn't ask him. I would like to. <laughs> That's pretty whenever amazing. I yeah I forgot what I asked him something. Sometimes I forget he's in a wheelchair even though he's still sitting in one. I asked him the last time I was home something. I forgot what I asked him. I was like, can you help me with something? He was like, I can't use my arms. I was like, oh, <laughs> thanks for reminding me. <laughs> thanks for the refresher. Oh, okay. So if you write this, you have to have him involved. Otherwise, people will be yeah. like, you piece of shit. But I don't know where the story would go because he doesn't want to do anything. He just wants to sit down and collect social security. <laughs> so that that was the real problem, if I could but be honest with you. the rest of your you. family, you said the rest of your family is like a circus. Like your mom right. and dad, they're still together? My mom and dad work together. So that they work together? My dad's an architect. My mom works for my dad. And I'm assuming they do anal on the desk. <laughs> when the phone does a ring, I'm like, "So your mom and your dad sound like they're pretty um, successful people. They're smart. They're yeah, not I don't know what like happened. The normal dump trucks of uh, Staten Island. No, that's where I come in. But <laughs> no, they're very. They're. I don't know where I came from because they're very like, don't make a scene, be quiet. You know, never do anything. My dad's like the most straight edge person. Yeah. And my mom too, like very. I don't know where what happened to me. Something really yeah. was off in the universe, but here I am. <laughs> my mom used to say to me when we were little, you were a handful even more than your brother. One time I actually got into fights because I'd rather have two of your brother than one of you. <laughs> How fucked up is that? My brother who's on fucking like life support. <laughs> and here I am just trying to dance to Jennifer Lopez and I'm, I'm the problem. As your, as your, uh, your dad come around 100%? On me being gay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think I think you know. Will he hug you goodbye? Or just, yeah, <laughs> he will he hug you. me goodbye. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I ha I've never had a boyfriend, like a serious boyfriend. So I I think which they find shocking. My and here's the thing. Now the last time I was home, my mom goes, you know, I'd really like to see you in love, maybe with somebody. I was like, you know, things are bad, but now she's telling me to be gay. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Is it? Yes. I don't want to date anybody. We talked about this. Yeah, this we weekend. did talk about this, Nikki. Yeah. You know, and Nikki, you're, you're very, you're very. I don't want to say cute. That sounds kind of sunny. But you're very cute. In you're the right like, lighting. Like if I was, <laughs> if I was a bear, I'd want to get me some Nikki Paris. Yeah, thank you. I'll, um, I'll take any compliment you have. No, you're very cute. You're very funny. Thanks. I, I'm not good in bed, Bill. I'm very funny. lazy. That's okay. I I don't move. People I don't had, mind if people move. I do all the work. It's yeah, fine. people think I'm I like passed a caged away. Animal. 
<laughs> rumor, rumor has it, <laughs> like that Adele song. Rumor has it. Um, you do. You really think you're not good in bed? I know I'm not good in bed. <laughs> One time somebody said to me, "Do you want to get on top?" I said, "If I get up, I'm going home." <laughs> and I, I meant that. I don't like to sweat. I don't like people to see me vulnerable. I do. I people have thought I've passed away in the middle of sex, <laughs> and I yeah. That's and then I'm like, how do I get this person? How do I get out of here? I'm like, oh fuck, I'm home. Can I leave my own house? And and I'm a quitter, Bill. In the bedroom, like I will. The first night, I'm a, a big blue baller. What do you mean you're a quitter? You won't finish I qu- the job? No. I, and I, some people have yelled at me so in the past. You start blowing and then you're like, um, I, I have TMJ. You know, <laughs> has anybody ever heard that excuse? It's the perfect one. If you don't want to go down on somebody, I, I would, but my TMJ. And oh, and now you can just bring, oh, I can't wait to go down on you. And then <coughs> they have a little cough. Right. And oh, I can't wait to. <coughs> I'm sorry. I have a little <coughs> cough. Right. Ooh. Then you have to Purell their dick. Yeah. And just be like, you know, it's they, burning. They have COVID. Yeah. Like, dicks, you can't get COVID through your dick. And they're like, wait, can wait, you? Wait a second, yeah. man. Mm. You know, that might be the move. That, that, that maybe that is the move. Can you get COVID or, or, from a dick? From a dick, yeah. I'm sure. If anybody's listening in and <laughs> works for the CDC, epidemiologists <laughs> listening. Um, so your Staten Island life sounds really fascinating. Yeah, you were My, in New York. Mm-hmm. When we, you were do, what were the sh- what were the rooms you were doing in New York? You were doing like uh, the- Broadway Comedy Club, yeah. uh, the comic strip, but they would only let me do certain shows. Richie told me that he thought I was really funny, but he couldn't use me in the room because I was gay, which I think is hilarious. And he just he died, which use I'm really you sad. In the room because you're gay. Yeah, that's basically what he said. He goes, "I think you're really funny because his exact words were because of who you are." I, can't, I was like Italian. What do you mean by that? Because of who you are. But that gay shit's gotta go. Right. But here's the thing. What I just found out that my friend who's not gay, he said the same thing too, and he must have thought my friend was gay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, I feel better now that I wasn't the only one. I was oh like, but God. I think he thinks that, you know. Is that why I was never booked at the comedy strip? <laughs> that was gay? <laughs> oh, well. But yeah, Broadway Comedy Club, the comic strip, uh, Caroline's. Yeah. Uh, I just had my breakout artist show right for the pandemic. Oh, New yeah. York Comedy Club, Stand Up New York. Yeah. So I was doing all the rooms. And you're one of, yeah, you're one of the guys, you, you, you roll up your sleeves and you just get to work. You do like, I mean, a lot of things that people say about New York v. LA is New York can do seven shows yeah. in a night. If you really just 100%. focus, it's not a problem. Um, I've never been that guy. I've never been, the most I've done maybe f- four I've done three a lot, but maybe four, and 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 I'm repeating jokes at that point. I'm like, fuck this, I'm not interested. Yeah, the, the, I've uh, I feel like doing Greenwich Village when they book you Greenwich Village Comedy Club right on McDougal. They'll book three in a row, and then I would have like other spots, and I would feel like running around. You're just asking to show up when on your boob sweat. Yeah, like <laughs> you're just wet and damp, but you look like a wet fucking dog. And I'm like, hi everybody. Yeah. <laughs> and you've been in LA for three years. Three years, yeah, and it's, uh, it's crazy. I can't. Be- I still can't believe I live here. Sometimes, why? I don't know. Like I feel like I, I look outside and I look at the palm trees. It still sometimes doesn't feel real to me. You, you f- to me, you feel like you fit in. Thank you. You, you to me, you you seem like you fit in, because uh, L.A. at its best is very friendly. Yeah, and very um, fun. And I think you match that. Like I could see Thank you. you. I could see you being part of the club scene when there was a club scene and just being like a gregarious guy that everyone liked hanging out with. Are you saying a Coke dealer? I'm saying that you have a Coke problem. (laughs) 
and that's where I'd get my job. <laughs> when I heard the club guy, <laughs> that's whenever I hear a club guy, that's but what you know I'm what I mean? thinking. There's certain guys, like, I've never yeah. been that guy. I've never yeah. been. Every once in a while, someone would try, try to drag me kicking and screaming into like some form of leadership or popularity, <laughs> and I'm just like, go away. Ugh. <laughs> People, I know that's all I need right now. People, oh, I, I, I don't want to see people. You're great again. with people, though. I like people, but yeah. I also like being alone. I have to. I live alone. I need to have my time to recharge. And where do you live out here? I live um, right by Chick Fil A, which I has been <laughs> not ironic. good for my waistline. <laughs> I know. I love Chick Fil A. A lot of gay people I like Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A, it's so good. I think that I don't know how you feel about this, but like, because you you seem like you're emotionally evolved person. Whether you just wait, <laughs> because we did a we did a bunch of shows in front of a bunch of Republicans, you know, and you're not, and I've done a lot of shows up in Reno and around America, and there there are people like these fucking, even Walter, who I love to death, Walter is like these fucking Trump supporters. I want to murder them, but you feel like you're a little bit more, you know, you have a you know killed. I just love people. Yeah, I do, and I I like hearing people's opinions and different perspectives and I, I think it's interesting to go to a different place and be around people and you know I did grow up in Staten Island so I'm used to all you yeah. know viewpoints and this and that you know was how many how many gigs have you done like in terms of around America like have you been almost everywhere almost everywhere the yeah. worst place I've ever performed was um, Portland Oregon uh, I was opening for Suzanne Westenhofer and it was a room it was a 200 seat theater and there was seven seats sold and there was seven lesbians and I oh, said lesbians God. don't love me and I don't know why really I, I, well I think historically gay men lesbians don't really jive people don't know that who aren't part of the community I was in theater in New York so right. I know that but it's like it, lesbians and gay men they're not really mm. the girl who I my first kiss was a girl and I was the last person on my block to get deprooted a week after we made out she became a lesbian. <laughs> and so I, the lesbians have hurt me is really what I'm here to tell you. They've bruised me emotionally yeah. and physically. And I didn't, you know, I, I thought it was very romantic. She was in her flannel. You know, she had her rough hands on mine. Yeah. Saw me coming. <laughs> yeah, lesbians are, are a hard crowd. Yeah. Well, do you think that's because they are woke to the extreme right now in general? I think the leather that they wear weighs them down and it's hard to laugh. That's what I think. How long ago was this gig? This was like two years ago. And honestly... Okay. So two years, a two-year-ago lesbian is different than a 10-year-ago lesbian. Not these ladies. No, these, <laughs> these ladies like, are definitely that same lady. Like, oh, they were... Okay. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm talking about like the infiltration of the Karen and the woke and the yeah. Karen. Like, mm. I, the thing that always blows my mind is all the woke people who make fun of Karens, they don't recognize that they're the fucking Karen. Yeah. Like, they're the Karens and the woke people. They're right. the same people. 100%. Um, I, 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 I always sound like such a goddamn Republican on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really not. This but. podcast is sponsored by the NRA. <laughs> but <laughs> do you ever have, have you ever had experiences as an adult uh, of homophobia? Like, where people have, where you're like, Jesus Christ, that's actually like, because I, I, from my point of view, it would be weird to me. I, I'm always blown away by the shit that they hear. Like the amount of women on my podcast have come here that have been sexually assaulted and or raped. I'm always like, like 15, they're like, no, like last year. I'm like, what the, f it's crazy. So, and then examples of racism that people experienced, anti-Asian, anti-black racism. And I'm always, I always like to think that the, the world is getting 
better and society at large is getting more evolved. So, something it, like are homo- we? <laughs> well, I don't know, but like something like <laughs> hypothetically, something like homophobia, right? Or, yeah. Or, uh, I f- almost feel like that's a th- not a thing of the past, but like I said to you over the weekend, like you're one of us now, motherfucker. You're a cis white man. You know what I mean? Like, well, you're a sissy white man. Hey, guys. No, but, um, but it's not, it doesn't feel <laughs> like the community was so disenfranchised 20 yeah. years ago. And still, obviously, but I'm just, I'm just curious what your experience of. I know you're not part of the scene, but do yeah, you feel I, like you get treated a certain way? I mean, the, the thing at the comic strip, that was like the worst thing that's, that's ever. terrible. Yeah. You should get him fucking fired. Um, he's dead now. Good. So, Oops. I and now I, now I think there'll be a new booker. I'm sad <laughs> he died, but I'm like, now I actually may be able to get up on the house shows finally. <laughs> um, you know, not really, Bill. I, I, there was one time that somebody wouldn't let me in a bar because I was gay. Really? Yeah. I, I just, I, I, it was weird. Yeah, he wouldn't let me in for like no reason. He didn't say it, but I knew that was that. But, yeah. you know, I feel like I'm... Now being gay is now well pansexual and all these different things. Being yeah. gay is like you're vanilla. Yeah, isn't you're that weird. You're gay. You're fucking boring. Yeah. Now in 2021. Yeah. If you come out, I know you joke about like if you came out, you're like oh, I came at the wrong time. People come out, but, but and it like- kills me. <laughs> it kills me. The, the Bachelor. He he's gay now. He has a Netflix show. I'm like I've he been, got, after he, he came out, they gave him a Netflix show. That's what the Netflix show is about. Him exploring. Oh my god! With the Olympian guy Gus Kentworthy, I was like, I've been on my back since I was seventeen. Where is my show? <laughs> okay, I put in the hard work. It's been very bitter. Oh my! I don't god. want to get emotional here. Now, here's something I, I heard that someone who worked in uh, publicity told me. They said, whenever someone comes out on People Magazine, Us, or whatever it is, in a big publication, like Neil Patrick Harris finally speaks, tells people. It's always because they've been blackmailed. Like 100% of the time is because someone said, we got this photo, we got this information, we're going to fucking tell people and dox you, so it's up to you. And then they go, okay, and they, they get ahead of it. I don't know if that's true. It makes a lot Some, of sense. It's, it's sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Has someone ever come out in Hollywood that wasn't pressure to just because they felt the moral imperative. It, it, They're just like, I like anal. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I guess not, me, but yeah. It just makes me weird that even now, yeah, there are people who are closeted. I, I don't, and obviously that's their, that's their choice. Right. There's still, you know, there's still so many people that they can't accept themselves and they just because, you know, it's not even about, I think they just can't accept it. Yeah, people always used to like think I was gay. Like, ask me if I was gay in middle school, and I used to get so upset. I'd be like, "I'm wearing paisley. Like, why? How could you ask me that?" But I, you know, do you know Perez Hilton? Are are you like? Do you know that Jamie Masada, owner of the Laugh Factory, thinks I'm Perez Hilton? Keep it going. If it gets if it gets you spots, Jamie. Yeah, he was like, I remember when because we spoke on the phone a little while ago, and he was like, I remember you at that coffee bean. You told me you wanted to start blogging. And I was like, Jamie, I don't think that was me. And he goes, no, I remember. It was definitely you. I was like, okay. I just want to make sure you remember. What do you say? So he thinks I'm Perez Hilton. That's so fucking funny. Because I, I, I interviewed him on the podcast, and Perez Hilton said that he made an admission to out people because he thought at the time, and I think this is bullshit, and it was him justifying just being fucking, <laughs> he thought that he was helping furthering the gay community by making people like you had to kind of push the baby bird out of the nest and come out. And there's a part of me that can kind of get that idea. Um, I don't know how I would feel if, if I was uh, gay. I'm only gay certain w- days of the week. But <laughs> if I, 
I don't know if I'd ever feel that like, hey, I have an obligation to make people feel more comfortable about it and feel better about coming out, and they, and they should. And I would encourage that. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a tough one. I love that that's his explanation, but not for drawing dicks on people's faces <laughs> for so many years. Do you remember that when he used to literally yeah, just yeah, draw yeah. comment? Well, it's so funny because he did my podcast. I was like, what a, what a score. Like this guy did my podcast. And then I found out that like so many people won't fucking touch him or have him on the podcast because we was, had him on daddy issues. I, yeah. I like him. He was nice, you to know, me, but he's, he, yeah. but I guess he'd, he'd burned a lot of bridges in the past. It, there was a whole thing with him, Dean and Tori. Cause uh, that I, I don't know what happened with that. Out of the, just recently, I think that we, like he came on the show and I thought we were all like good friends. Then he like wrote this horrible thing about Tori and they got into it. And I'm biased to Tori. Yeah. I love Tori Spelling. So you know, but I, he has to be very careful. He's you know he remember when he almost got arrested? He posted that nude photo of Miley Cyrus and she was underage. Oh my god! Yeah, god he like that. they don't know like to put him away. He like posted like a nipple shot of her on the website and it was it was a big deal. Oh my! And god. She wasn't even eighteen yet. Oh my god! I didn't know and that. at that Jeez. time, it was like Miley Cyrus's nipples. Now we, it's it's not a day if I don't see Miley Cyrus's <laughs> nipples. I'm like, there's Miley's areolas looking yeah. good, Miles. But I think we're I think we're better about the 17 year old thing now these yeah. days. I would hope. I don't I don't get it. You know, for me, I would never want to be with somebody who couldn't pick up a dinner bill. Oh yeah. Well, then don't date a woman. Anyway, so um, <laughs> that's <laughs> it's very weird to me. Yeah. I get that. Um, so right now you're, you're single. I'm you're single. Young, yeah. Twenties. Mm-hmm. Good looking guy. Funny as fuck, as you can tell from the podcast. Back at um, you, Bill. You work. You're working really. If you fucking compliment me one more time, I, I love you. Balls. I really. I like to compliment. Don't you fucking compliment me one more. Bill, you're time. a cunt. I'm kidding. Yeah, thank you. Uh, <laughs> oh god, the relief I just felt from that. <laughs> um, Bill is sitting here in his Mister Rogers sweatshirt <laughs> in his sweater, and now. We're gonna fight. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so things are good, and and things, things are, are opening good. up. Things and are you opening start, up. You start headlining too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll perform anywhere. I'll perform at a Denny's. I'm what's so, what's I'm your so longest needy. set you've done so far? Uh, Forty five minutes. Forty five minutes. Do, do you have Do you have all the material? Will you mix it with crowd work or just? Yeah, yeah. I I would probably say it was like forty minutes of material and like yeah. five minutes of crowd work. I just love doing crowd work. I love talking to the people. Yeah, you're really good at it, and you're a really good joke writer. You're, you're, Thank you're, you. You're a, a good combination of likable crowd work and jokes. I think you're a unique uh, presence, which is why I put you on my little virtual show so the Laugh Factory people could see That's you. That's right. And now you're past the Laugh Factory. That's right. And now you're doing Vegas with me. That's right. I'm so excited. <laughs> I kidding. think I'm going to get HPV that weekend. <laughs> I think it's going to be a memory, Bill. I want to get you laid that weekend. Yeah. I would love that. Yeah. It's I'm been a long time. That guy, I used, to, I used to know so many gay people in Vegas. Nice guys. Yeah. Not like trash bags. <laughs> but now I'm fucking... I'm an old stud out to pass. I don't know anyone anymore. <laughs> um, but that's great, man. So, what's what's next for you on the horizon? What do you got? What do you got cooking up? Um, so, let's see. I uh, I'm a host on LA TV's The Zoo, which is airing locally, and it's big in prison, which has always been a, a dream of mine. <laughs> Seriously, LA TV's The Zoo. What yeah. is it? It's a it's a Spanish network. Uh huh. Um, and I'm one of the hosts on it. I'm not Spanish, but do I've you speak had Spanish. The, no. Okay. I don't know how I got the job, but I'm so grateful you just got for that it. Great beard that looks Spanish. They, I look, I'm Spanish looking. I could barely speak English, but I'm so happy to be on the show. And somebody actually, uh, uh, Josh Spears' uncle, who I think was in rehab, saw me on. 
So prisoners watch it. Yeah, and which uh, to be on TV while people fuck in the bathroom, it's really all I've ever wanted. Have you ever got any letters from prison from I, Folsom? Do you know I asked for them? <laughs> they're not addressed to me, which hurts the most. I think they're just general letters to the station. But I would like if a prisoner. How long have been doing that? I two years. That's I, such an interesting I, odd job. What do you do in that job? It's I. You know I. I it's like a talk show panel, but I will be honest with you. I love the show. I love the cast. I'm so grateful, and I've learned so much about the Latino experience that I didn't know before. Yeah. Sometimes the conversation goes to Spanish. Yeah. And I, I sit there and I smile, I go, oh, and see. then I'll, I'll yeah, yeah, and then I'll wait for, to make a stupid joke, and then I'll go back to English. The only thing I know how to say in Spanish is Crunchyroll Supreme, <laughs> which is not really that good. But it, I love the job. I'm happy, for, and I love the, the, the crew there. So yeah. that's fun to do. And then, yeah, I'm just doing stand-up. We're going to be in Vegas with you. We're like Celine Dion. And we're the next icons of the strip, um, Bill. I'm bum Katie Cazorla won't be there with us. But mm, I know. Maybe she'll come visit. I know. It's, just a, it's, just a, it's a very brief set, so we'll have some other times together. Um, we're going to be like, we should start a band, <laughs> the three of us. We can be like the new I Jonas think, Brothers. I do think that we're, we're, we're a good combination because you, yeah. you're kind of like, it's like Katie is... I don't know how to describe it. I just feel like the combination we're so we're so different. Yeah, I know we're all very different. attractive. Um, we're that all, helps. Yeah, we're all we got all got tight buttholes. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, and we love being on stage. I think that's part of it. Yeah, not every comic loves being on stage. I Even love being on stage. Yeah, and and I actually wrote you know I wrote to Harry because he was like, how'd it go? And I was like. I was like they're great. He goes yeah I heard good things about well, obviously he booked you like immediately. Um, and uh, I said, I go, it's, it's, it feel it for me, honestly, Nikki, to tell you, it was an honor to have you guys there because, and I've, I've known Kay for a while, but it was so amazing to have you there because to be in a, in a place like Reno, which is objectively a shithole. <laughs> <laughs> no, I shouldn't say that. But, um, we love have, Reno. But have, yeah. and you know, and, and the mass of people in Reno, like I, my heart bleeds for people. Like I look at these people and I just like, I just want to like, hug them and tell them it's okay because they have problems and they're old and they're decrepit and they have wheeled, all this shit. And I just feel like I can maybe make them laugh and give them a good time. Yeah. And sometimes I bring people on the road they're like, Ugh, I can't believe I'm fucking Reno. Hey man, let's go to the karaoke bar try to get laid. I'm like, and you and Katie are there for the work and for the fun and watching you guys on stage having so much fun and the audience saw that and yeah. they respond. And when they see someone authentically having fun and enjoying being in the presence, even if a joke doesn't land, the, you know, uh, Staying in the pocket with the joy of being up there—it's just like a lot of comics won't do that. So it was really cool to watch. I watched both you guys basically the whole fucking week, and it was awesome. Back, I, I can't—I'm not going to compliment you. Yeah, don't. But I'll what I will say is, you in the balls. <laughs> I don't want that. I need them in case I decide to procreate and make my mom's dreams oh, that's come true. Right. You might have yeah. a baby, huh? I would like to have a You'd baby. Be such a great dad. I really, really want a baby, but I can't change a diaper, Bill. I've come too far. I yeah. won't. I would have to have somebody do like no, change the diaper. No, let's be honest. Mostly women change the diapers, and I'm fucked. So you just <laughs> who's gonna? Who's, so what am I gonna do? <laughs> but indeed. Now, can I ask you this? Yeah. Uh, like, when so you haven't had a boyfriend in a long time? You've never had a real boyfriend. I don't like. Yeah, I haven't had. I won't commit. I don't want to answer to anybody. No. And a lot of the men that do want to date me, they, there's always something wrong with them. Yeah, well, that's either it's like a, an ear full of wax. There was one guy that I really, really liked. It was the closest thing I actually ever had. To, I was he was gonna be like my real boyfriend. Then one night he slept over, and I looked in his ear, and I said, 
oh no and i i was like do i say something no that's rude of course i did i said if you're gonna come over here and put your dirty fucking ears on my pillow please use a q-tip oh my god and was that it the last time he saw you he was like i'm out of here yeah that was it oh my god that's so fucking funny you're just too picky nikki you I, I i am too picky <laughs> yeah in my head i think i look like george Clooney, but i'm like steve buscemi so i'm a no, little like not. out of no, my Michael I, buscemi, the guys maybe. that like you know i think it's hard being gay and being a comedian that's yeah. truthfully i think that guys like wait till they find out my parents are trump supporters you know what i mean yeah. the, the biggest turnoff i feel like i have to come out to people i don't tell people i'm a comedian yeah until and i have to like oh my god there was one time when i was in new jersey I met this guy on a date and I was doing the prom show as a Broadway comedy club. So I met this guy on a date at like 8 p.m., right? He really loved me on the date. He was like, I really want to come to your show tonight. Would you mind if I came? I'll follow you into the city with my car. The show started at 1 a.m. I must have said something he didn't like because he left in the middle of in my middle set. Of your show. And you never talked to him again? I, he never spoke to me ever again. Did you reach out like, hey, what's up? Did you like the show? Because, I mean, as a comic, you're going to be more insecure than as a human. As a comic, you're like, did you, what the fuck? What do you think he you said? Do you have do you must have played it back in your head though and come up with some guesses? Nope. <laughs> I was like, I th- I thought I did great. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, here I am, thought I was gonna crowd surf. Yeah, and I and he left. You know how humiliating that is? Now I'm like afraid to invite men to see me. Oh my god. I'm like traumatized. No, but at the same time, the the guy the guy that likes you is gonna be the guy who watches you and just finds you fucking Yeah. Great. You know Hopefully. What I mean? Yeah, maybe not. I, I was this. I yeah. will, I will never try to set you up. I've yeah. Please my, don't. My my best friend in New York, a, a gay man, Mark Bennett. Mark Bennett Casting is a great fucking guy. I would always try to set him up, and then Jordan Roth, who's a big theater producer. I try. It, it's just never fucking. You can't set up gay guys. And I get As a straight guy, you can't yeah. set up gay guys because you have no. You're just like oh. A gay friend of mine and a gay friend of mine. You guys, yeah. Fuck. Oh, that happens to me all the time. There's a lot of. There's a lot of. Unless you're just like one of those super promiscuous guys, there's just a lot of fucking edges that need to fucking fit perfectly for for two guys. Anal. Oh. Oh yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, what? When anybody uh, tries to set me up, I feel like I wind up getting offended. Yeah, because like, like I you see, think I'm better looking than this guy. Every, yeah. Everybody that happens, they go like, "You would set me up to him. I'm so much better looking." I'm like, they both say that to me. This is what you think of me. Yeah. Yeah. Truth comes out. Yeah. That's fucking fascinating. I hate man. that though when somebody's like, oh, my friend's gay. <laughs> you, should, you should meet. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm like, what are we just going to sit down and like, I. So I how's I, gay for you? Right. Oh, how's. So gay. Liza, what, what do you think? <laughs> are you a fan? Like, w- no. <laughs> yeah. But we're going to get you laid in Vegas, man. It's going to happen. Just wait. When's the last time you've been laid? Uh, it's been a while. I was seeing somebody on and off. It's the craziest thing, but he's okay. You're gonna love this. Uh-huh. He's straight, but he. We, oh, we, you're we, one of those guys who loves to turn the straight boys arch at you, fucking piece I've, of shit. I was. I've evolved. <laughs> that was me at one point in yeah. time. A hundred percent. I've grown. <laughs> I've evolved as a as a man. Yeah. And yeah, we were. We've been hooking up like on and off for a couple of years. Uh, he wasn't sure if he's gay. After being with me, now he went back in the closet. That's the effect that I have on men. He was like, I'm not sure if I'm gay. And then he was like, nope. <laughs> he did an about face. So now, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just another reason to cry, Bill. Oh just my add God. it on to the fucking list. Yeah. Maybe. maybe He was the last time. Maybe it, it gave him so much joy that he was like, I did it. I can just be a boring straight man in the suburbs now. He's Armenian. 
Um, the, yeah. Oh, well, then they fucking kill. You you try to change a st- Armenian strike guy, that's pretty ambitious. Because you could die. <laughs> I know. I I know. I'm a hero. You've heard the story of the guy who went to his proctologist. No. And the proctologist gave him like a, a, a exam with the two fingers, gave him a prostate massage, and the guy came. And then he went back like a week later and fucking shot the doctor. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why I'm laughing, but it's just <laughs> fucking hilarious is probably why I'm laughing about it. It's a true story. Dr. Man, rough fingers. He just, he just went home and just fucking, I guess he just thought about it. Yeah. Oh my God, I can't believe I came so hard with those fingers. Right. And they went back there like, fuck you. Right. They had to repaint the walls in the doctor's office. <laughs> everything was ruined. Everything was sticky. Oh He's probably God. ashamed. <laughs> Not even about being gay. He's like, I ruined that fucking office. <laughs> Oh, fucking Nikki, you're fucking the best, man. Um, listen, I'm let you go. Uh, we've been doing it for a while, so I really appreciate you coming, and it's Thank so great to get me. to know you. I think you're fucking awesome. I can't wait to see what happens to your career, buddy. I love you, Bill. I love you too, Nikki. All right, bye-bye. <laughs>